Welcome to Leveling Up, a noob's quest to get good. This is a gaming history and interview podcast where each week we take a new game and discuss its history. As well as look at it from the perspective of someone who hasn't played a lot of games. I'm Joe, your resident gaming historian. And I'm trying to suck the life out of young children that I find. Tina, welcome to the show. episode of leveling up a noob's quest to get good i'm joe and i'm tina we already did the introduction but that's okay yeah i know but there was like 30 seconds of uh music maybe they forgot who we are (laughs) in case you forgot yeah you know yeah in case the only people who listen to this are goldfish exactly and on this episode of leveling up we're gonna be discussing a classic n64 game banjo kazooie or Crash Bandicoot, depending on what my brain tells me I'm playing. (laughs) It's been a very long two weeks. Drinking game. Every time Tina says Crash Bandicoot, take a shot. (laughs) They would be dead. (laughs) So, hey, Tina. Joseph? What's Crash Bandicoot? Oh, God, no! (laughs) Yes! 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 To be Um, fair... You did it before me. Oh, I'm so happy. You made you seeded my brain. Oh my god. You we have to play Crash Bandicoot like next episode. No, we can't. I know we it, can't. It would just be it would just be a mess. Oh, okay. Also, no, I'm already like a whole half dungeon through Zelda. Hey Tina, how about instead you tell me about Banjo Kazooie, a game we have played? I mean, I could just try to make up what Crash Bandicoot's about. She's just another weird orange animal mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. messing around. But, um, for real, um, Banjo-Kazooie is about a bear whose sister gets kidnapped by a witch. A witch? And, a witch. And he has to go on an adventure with his lovable bird in a backpack who... They might be a couple, they might not be, I'm not sure. There was a lot of sexual tension. And he has to go on an adventure to save his little sister, who is possibly the most annoying thing I have ever encountered. Like, more annoying than any real child. (laughs) What, you don't love Tootie? No, not at all. I would have I... Every time I died, I was like, that's fine, you know, because... Tootie's gone now, and now this ugly person's hot, so I don't see the problem. Exactly. It's fine. Hey, you know why I think you might have hated Tootie so much, though? Why? Mm, them voices, though. Stop it. <laughs> exactly as I suspected. Every audible thing about this game was straight ear murder. I'm so excited for the audio section. Hey, Tina, what were your general impressions of this video game? This collectathon platformer that we like to call Banjo-Kazooie? My general impressions were... It was bright. It was colorful. I can see how other people would enjoy it. It just didn't... It didn't didn't do it for me. 
it didn't do it for me. But I mean, like, it was cute. Yeah, it was very cute. Well, most of the there, time. There were lots of cute animals. Okay, most of the time. No, but like, even the stuff that was like supposed to be gross. Yeah. Like, the freaking, the shark that clanker. was actually, yes, clanker, that was like actually also like a sewer. Yeah. Was like kind of awesome. He was, I believe, a trash shredder. <laughs> he was a large garbage disposal. He was great. He was great. And there were just like flying cauliflowers everywhere. And you fixed his tooth. So it's fine. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> both both tooths. Both both tooth. Two tooth. Two tooths. But it was it was cute, but mm, I wouldn't play it again. Uh, that's fair. But you're gonna make me play the second one. <laughs> I mean of course. Uh what were your opinions on the tutorial level? And by tutorial level I don't just mean the beginning tutorial, but the further tutorials of bottles being bottles. The bottles being a thing. <laughs> I, the first, the actual, like, tutorial level, um, where, like, you're not in her lair or whatever yet, yes. I was like, oh, if this is the whole game, like, I'm gonna get kind of annoyed. Like, it, and this is gonna sound so dumb, like, I didn't really realize I was on the tutorial yet. Uh-huh. So, I was just like, this is, like, this is really fucking slow for a first level. Like, I know this is first level, friends, but let's pick it up here. But I, so, I mean, the first one was, I thought it was grading, but that's just because I thought it was the first level because I'm an idiot. But the bottles, like, being scattered throughout, giving you a chance to, like, actually learn the new stuff was actually kind of helpful. Yeah. Where you didn't have to learn it in the environment of, oh, here, go lose a whole bunch of honeycomb, trying to learn this new move. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, they're actually kind of helpful. Okay. Yeah. The Yeah, Spiral Mountain is cool. I liked it, but it was very handholdy. I mean, yes, it was. And looking back on it, realizing it was the tutorial, not the first level, makes it feel a lot better. Yeah. But also, again, it had some of the cutest monsters. I love those little cauliflower guys. The cauliflower are great. I love the carrots. Everything had such... I actually, this was one of the few games, and this is going to sound so terrible, this is one of the few games where like, I actually watched the credits all the way through, and because I just got such a kick out of seeing like all the different names. Yes. Like the ox is named like Big Butt or whatever. Big Butt. <laughs> and I'm just so here for it. There's a lot of butts in this game. There's Big no, Butt there's the a Ox. Lot of butts. There's King Sandy Butt. There's a lot of butts. Yeah. There's one of the... One of the answers for the quiz was, like, Big Butts and Guts magazine. It was, like, what magazine does she buy? And one of them was, like, Big Butts and Guts. And I was, like, there was a lot of sexual tension. Uh, It was a very thirsty game. Very thirsty. Continue. How did you feel about the controls? Specifically, the swimming flying controls. But the controls as a whole. (laughs) Very mixed. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to put it. Because, like, going into this episode thinking about, like, what I was going to say, I was like, I really, I thought, like, oh, I really enjoyed the variety of moves. And I, like, oh, it's so similar to Guac. Mm-hmm. With, like, you have such a diverse move set. And so that's, like, super enjoyable. But, oh, swimming is torturous. Correct. I mean, like, it, no- I mean, like, it normally is. But, <laughs> like Just IRL. Swimming sucks. <laughs> Just IRL. It's the worst. Water is gross. <laughs> no, water's not gross. I just don't like swimming. <laughs> but 
no, this was so terrible. It wasn't, you were like swimming through honey. Yeah. But intoxicated. It was the worst. The turning. I mean, like, welcome to, I was going to say welcome to early 3D games. No, sorry. Welcome to every 3D game that has ever existed that has had swimming mechanics. They're all bad. Really? I mean, think about they it. You're trying they don't to. Get better? You're trying. There are ones that do it better. Um, there's some Mario Galaxy stuff that's that does it better. Okay. But like the problem is, you're using a f- two directional plane of the joystick to navigate in a three direction, three dimensional, you know, area. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult. Gotta be a better way to do. <sighs> Like, there's two main ways to do it. The ways they did it in Banjo-Kazooie, which is just kind of, like, move around and swim forward wherever you're pointing. And then there is the... You use the joystick to move around on the XZ plane, and you you and you have ascend and descend controls. <laughs> and those are the two, like, big swimming ways. I almost, like... Just, it's just so weird. It's just the worst. The swimming sucks. Like, I, it took me a while to get used to just playing a 3D game in general. Mm. And, I mean, like, we've played our 3D games. Like, we played Portal, we played Borderlands. But it's so different when, like, it's all on a controller. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But it just really is. And so it was, I don't know. I definitely think third-person games can be trickier to understand. First-person is kind of doable, because... You know, the real world is in first person. But, like, you get what I mean. It's easier to understand, like, translate real world movement to a first person game. Whereas third person, like, that's not, you don't do that. That's not a real thing. See, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't think that's the issue, though. Okay. I think the issue I had was, like, I mean, specifically me, obviously, was the fact that, like, when we were playing, like, Portal and Borderlands, you had... You were using, like, Wazda, mm-hmm. and you had your mouse, and you had the click. Yeah. So, like, you were, like, moving your hand in a 3D space. Like, you had you had three things you could do. You could move fingers on your left hand, you could move your right hand, and you could click with your right hand. Sure. Whereas, like, when you are just on a, like, when you have a controller, you can do two things. Sure. You can move one thumb, or you can move your other thumb. Mm-hmm. So I think just having that third, like, having that third element makes more sense because you have to do three things. You have to move, you have to look around, and you have to interact. Sure. So I think, like, I don't know. I think that's why I liked interacting with, like, Portal and Borderlands. Okay. And maybe that is just because it wasn't first person. Maybe. I don't know. I'll be interested to see your opinion of future third person games, see how that evolves, changes. Maybe it was just this game. Who knows? Do they have, like, first person games? Where you have- First person platformers are literally the bane of every game video gamer's existence. Really? Well, not, not even like platformers, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, you didn't have to swim in Borderlands. Like, it, are there any games where, like, you have to swim? Oh, like first person swimming? Yeah, first person swimming. Definitely? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's definitely gotta be a game where you're a first person and you have to swim. I can I guarantee be... there's a game out there. Subnautica. Yes, Subnautica. I would be very interested to see how that feels. Yes. Yeah. I think it feels much better. 
I think it's third person swimming that's the issue. Because Subnautica is you move the camera with your mouse and then you just go forwards towards where you're looking. Oh, you can't like you can't like control where you're going in the water? Like you can't like swim backwards? I mean like, you might be able to. I haven't played Subnautica myself, but like I, I there might be a reverse key, yes. But like movement is entirely dependent on the position that the camera is looking in. In Subnautica. Okay. It wasn't totally what I was talking about. So maybe not maybe there's another game out there. Maybe. Interesting. Something to think about. Yeah, swimming sorry, to get back to what you're saying, swimming sucks. Swimming is trash, yeah. Uh, so, what was your opinion on Grunty's Lair? The whole kind of overworld, getting between worlds, that kind of stuff. I liked it because it was it was cool to have an overworld that you could actually interact with. Yeah. As opposed to a game like Mario, where you, I mean, like, I don't know if that technically counts as, like, an overworld, but, like, you just, you moved in your singular life. Mm-hmm. This, like, you actually had to, like, oh, you actually have to, like, go through this thing to get here. But also, like, it wasn't, like, Pokemon where it was, like, I wasn't running into enemies every two steps. Yes. There wasn't an excessive amount of en- enemies there where I wasn't worried about dying on the overworld. Mm-hmm. But, so it was, it was, it was nice to get a break. Sure. Understandable. Yeah, I mean, the over- I, I like the overworld because the overworld is just an extension of the levels or maybe vice versa. Like, you use the same moveset and everything yeah. in the overworld as you do in the levels, and so there's a, a, a kind of fluidity between them mm-hmm. connectedness maybe is the word i'm looking for I, I fluidity sounded nice it did though you should stick with that fluidity <laughs> what was your opinion on mumbo's transformations what do you mean <laughs> i mean i don't know what do you think of them were they cool did you like them did you hate them i thought they were adorable but kind of unnecessary mm-hmm when like he first did the ant one i was like oh this is cool like you get a break from just being like a bear with a thing on your back bear and a bird a kind of bird is he kazooie i have no idea she first of all rude i corrected myself Mm -hmm. are you hold on let me check is kazooie oh right she's a breagle which is a fictional species of bird oh well she's very pretty yeah no so i thought the transformations were like cute but unnecessary because they i mean like i thought it was going to be nice to not be a bird or a bear and a bird anymore but then she's like i already have this whole long list of moves that like i can do and so it was diverse enough that like i didn't really need a break like the they were cute but just, they kind of became more cumbersome than they were worth after a while. It's totally fair. However, the walrus was adorable, and I would, oh my god, he was so cute. He was so he, cute. He was very cute. I want to be the walrus. I want to be the walrus. I want to be the walrus. I, w- I would definitely transform to the walrus. Yeah. I don't know, what do you think of transformation? I like them. Uh, I liked that they gave an alternative form to problem solving because there were some Jinjos that, or sorry, some Jiggies that were totally net, you needed them, mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. also provided like in some instances better movement or uh, uh, immunity from certain hazards. Like in the ice world, the walrus didn't get frozen in the water. And in true, Bubble true. Gloop Swamp, the crocodile didn't get eaten by the piranha plants or the piranhas. 
got Mario on the brain. Um, so like <laughs> I I like the variety that they the transformations added, which you couldn't have gotten with more moves because there were so many moves already. If you had yeah. extra ones, like it just would have been too much. That's actually really fair. Yeah. I mean, regardless, they were adorable. Uh, what did you think about the Jinjo? I didn't understand them. Yeah. I didn't know why Grunty trapped them, and then why they just became this magical nuke at the end. And then, I wasn't mad at the rainbow dragons. I wasn't mad at them, but I, I didn't understand them. That's fair. I even went so far as to look on the wiki, and there was no mention of why she was trying to capture them. Because game mechanics. Okay. But like... You could've... I understand that they were there because it was a collect-a-thon. Mm. And you needed something else to collect. I get it. But it could've been anything else. But it could've been anything else, so why not Jinjos? Why not Rainbow Dragon? Exactly. I mean, I guess so. Don't worry. The Jinjos get more plot in the next one. I mean, I'm not looking for a Jinjo plot. I'm just looking, like... How many random bits of, like, dumb information did you get about her? Like, yeah. Grunty, you couldn't have gotten one bit of information, like, I love me the colorful Jinjos, or whatever. Like, couldn't Because that would have been useful information that made sense. As opposed to <laughs> everything else you got. As opposed to, where does she sleep? Mm-hmm. No, but you couldn't have just been like, oh, like, I just want my clothes to be all the pretty colors, or... So she's... I don't... She's Cruella de Villing these Jinjos? Is that yeah. what you're saying? She's Cruella de Villing these Jinjos so she can have a rainbow dress. It's like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoats meets 101 Dalmatians. Oh my word. That's <laughs> atrocious. It's great. Uh... Could you imagine God was on the side of Cruella de Vil? Oh my god. I really like this idea. That's, tr that's terrible. terrible. Could you? No, that's totally what she wanted. Cause think about it, she was gonna transform into like this beautiful, like sexy lady. Uh huh. And what do sexy ladies look best in? Um, leather. <laughs> Jinjos make very good leather. Well, what? They're dragons. They have to be scaly, right? It's like wearing like wearing like snakeskin or like. She... she wanted some fat-ass boots. Wait, she's a witch. It was definitely a a, a, a set of leather dra leather dragon armor, dragon leather um, armor with like yes. pl a plus one dragon armor. No, that's totally what it was. Yeah. But she needs like seven different sets, or yeah. what? There were five. There were five. There were five. She needs like five different sets. Obviously, one for each elemental type. You're bringing too much logic into this. It's just purely fashion. <laughs> Now I feel better that there's lore. Okay, yes, exactly. we can move on. Perfect. We can move on from Perfect. the Jinjos. So, you mentioned Collectathon in there. <laughs> How do you feel about the Collectathon aspect? Because, listeners, I did make her 100% the game. How do you feel about that? Got old, Joseph. <laughs> Got old real fast. Especially because I was doing it to appease you and not... <laughs> For the love of the game. The love of the game. Because I didn't. I was not the biggest fan of the collectathon mechanic. Mm -hmm. Which I really don't, I'm not going to lie, I don't understand why. I really don't get it. Because oh. 
In my head, I did a lot of comparing this game to Guac. I have no idea why. Maybe it was the bright. <laughs> but I, like, I really didn't like the collectathon idea, but I had no problem with, like, the Metroidvania style of Guac. Sure. I had, and I realized you didn't make me 100% Guac, but, like, I mean, you see the Steam account we share? Like, I've been going back on my own time and playing it to try to 100% it. Mm. Like, that is obviously something... So I, I have no idea why I hated it so much. That but is, I really, yeah, I really just didn't like it. it. It doesn't make any sense. I'm very curious what you'll think of Super Metroid. Why? Because Guac it was made, you know, within the last decade. It's had 40 <laughs> years of games to back it up and to perfect it, as it were. Because ban- ban- it is perfection. Shift keys. Shift keys. Because Banjo is, you know, one of the first 3D collectathons of all time. And Metroid and Super Metroid, while a lot of people consider it a very good game, it's also one of those very early entries in the Metroidvania franchise. So I'm curious what you're going to think of an early entry in the franchise. Not franchise. Genre. A genre. A genre. Cinema. Cinema. So you're saying maybe that... They kind of perfected the... It's possible that everything else in the game piled up, so you already mm-hmm. didn't like it, and then on top of having to... On top of that, you had to play so much of it. It's possible that that was it. Whereas... And also, there were so many things that I loved about Guac that I hated about Banjo. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I hated the art style of Banjo, but Guac is objectively prettier to look at. Sure. The music, The music is actually good. Damn. The people aren't the most annoying things to talk to. Like, they're one of the most enjoyable parts of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe, like, all the extra stuff added to it? I don't know. Sure. I think I think we can, we can put a pin in this and we'll come back to it if I play Super Metroid. When you play Super Metroid. Okay. Uh, next, what was your opinion on the difficulty curve of the game? I mean, the, the only thing that was seriously difficult was swimming. Yep. And everything else, once you had, like, that, once you had the moment to, like, get the move down, nothing was excessively difficult. Okay. Honestly, it was probably a little easy. I would tend to agree. I mean, like, yes, I did die more than once. I mean, yeah. But, like, this, this was not a hard game. Mm-hmm. This was, this was a nice, easy climb. Yeah. I'm, however, however, I'm glad they didn't make it more difficult. You would have hated it more. Well, no, but also, like, that, that obviously wasn't the, that wasn't the point. That wasn't the challenge of the game. That's very true. I mean, that's a, sorry, I had a thought about this. Just going back to the whole collectathon thing, I, well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's, like, a mentality thing. Like, we were talking about this a little earlier, because I had asked your opinion on it, and you had, we had talked about a collectathon before. Mm-hmm. I think it might be two things. One is an attitude thing. Like, you will only like a -a collect-a-thon if you get a sense of accomplishment from completing something. And, like, if you're not a completionist-type gamer, then collect-a-thons aren't—you're gonna hate them. Because it's like, I I don't want to do this. This isn't entertaining to me. Mm. It's a a mindset-type thing. And also, like like I talked to you about, Guac has a map. Yeah. We, we, we talked about maps a lot. Banjo does not. Okay, you said, and 
I get that this isn't totally a fair comparison because I saw it after I played the whole game. But you said 3D games can't have maps. If you go on the wiki, there's maps for where everything is. I would like to rephrase that statement. It's not that 3D games can't have maps. 3D games totally can. Many, many do. It's just weird. They're difficult. Because mm. depending on how you implement the map and what the map looks like, it might look weird and it might be confusing to parse the map, especially depending on how dense the level is. Mm-hmm. You can have maps for 3D games. You totally can. And a lot of games do it well. A lot of games also do it very wrong. I I didn't I didn't really look at the maps too hard because I wasn't searching for information. So I can't really speak to like if the maps were really good or really bad or where they fall in that. Can you think of anyone that does that really well? I'd just be curious to like look at their map. Uh I'd say the newest Doom game, Doom twenty sixteen, has like pretty solid maps. And then Zelda dungeon maps are like pretty solid, but they're not 3D maps. Because Zelda dungeon maps are the same in 3D Zeldas as in 2D Zeldas. Okay. In that the dungeons are always just floors. So you mm-hmm. have a bunch of 2D maps. I gotcha. Yeah. So what did you think about Gronti's Furnace Fun? That was... Wait, was that the quiz show? Yeah. Okay. I was low-key really mad about it. Because I was like, this is such a dumbass ending. Yeah. I was like, not that there's no combat in the game. Because like, you have to squash the little enemies. And like, you gotta throw some bananas at a monkey. But you're like, it's not a combat-heavy game. And I was like, ooh, I'm getting ready to punch- I'm getting ready to punch this witch. But like, I was like, is the quiz show really the end? <laughs> they, they- really- They juked you. <laughs> they really did. How like, I convinced you that the left leg was completely autonomous. Shut up! <laughs> that, that's not going in the podcast. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I will not approve it if you don't put it in. <laughs> But, you know how, like, I convinced you for, like, a split second that the left leg was completely autonomous? Yes. They, like, really had me going. <laughs> I mean, obviously for more than a split second. Like, I really bought that, like... For the whole of the quiz show, I assume. Yes. So I was like, wow, this isn't kind of long. Like, wow, maybe this is, like, the boss fight. Like, there were hints of doubt in my head, but, like, I quickly squashed them. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of... I was, like, trying to justify it in my head. Like, <laughs> I was playing it like, oh, I guess this is different, and I, no. <laughs> but, so, it was absolutely hilarious that I bought it so hard. Incredible. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. But looking back on it now and realizing that it was all, like, uh, ha Like, no, I loved it. I loved every second yep. of it. It was, it's very good. Grunty's Friend is Fun is a great idea and segment, and I love it. No, it's very good. Yes. Uh, And on the back of that, what did you think of the actual final boss fight? The actual final boss fight was... I liked it Mm. because while flying was kind of annoying, I really liked being Kazooie. I really liked being the sassy bird. The sassy bird. I really liked being her. Um, And I felt like she was really... I mean, like, you had to, like, fly around and, like, I felt like she was very, like, heavily featured in the fight. And I kind of liked it. I mean, other than, you know, just the random Jingo nuke out of nowhere. I mean, it was, it was a good fight. Yeah. Good. 
Yeah, I think it was really good. It used a lot of your moves. Like, it used almost all of them. And I think that's a really good sign of a good boss fight. Any boss that tests all of the skills you learned in a, in a game is, like, solid. You weren't just, like, mashing X the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It was like, you, you learned all of these moves, now use them. It was almost kind of cool. It was like, the quiz show had you recall, like, all the dumb shit. Yeah. And then, like, you actually had to recall, like, the important stuff in the boss fight. Like, oh, how do I do this move? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I mean, really that was me throughout the whole game, though, so... How do I do this? Oh my god! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> now I'm dead. I was eaten by a wall demon. <laughs> a damn shark. Oh, snacker. Fuck that shark hard. Uh, mm, kinky. <laughs> Sexual tension. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Joe. Uh, I'm just dropping in here, you know, kind of mid-roll thing that we're starting. Uh, just wanted to, you know, uh, let you guys know about some stuff. So we've been doing this podcast for a little bit now, um, and I have realized I've never really given you guys a way to contact us. So, uh, you know, if you want to hit us up, we have a Twitter. You can reach us on Twitter, at LevelingN. That's leveling and the letter N. Uh, we also have an email, if you want to send us any email. Uh, our email is levelinganoob at gmail.com. Uh, so, you know, uh, there might be some ads coming in after this, but uh, otherwise, enjoy the show. Tina, what do you think about that art style? I'm sure it was great for the time. Because, like, you know, like, um, the Wright Brothers, the first title, it was great for the time. I wouldn't fly in it now, though. <laughs> and that's very much how I feel about Benji. I'm so excited for you to play Mario 64. Because it's so much worse. Really? I thought it looked very similar to this. It looks, like, fairly similar, but, like, there's some, there's some shit in that game. I'm like, honestly, like, everyone looks fine. I feel like... For the visuals, people looked really fine, or maybe even good, not moving. <laughs> people looked real great when they didn't have to move. Yeah. They looked fine. Also, I felt that they put a lot of time into animating, like, the two times you saw, like, attractive human women. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, see now you look like a literal Barbie doll. Yeah. And everyone else looks... Made out of polygons. Correct. <laughs> you look a lot better than everybody else. Yes. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, how do you feel about the soundtrack? Awful. I hated every second of it. It was the worst. Wow. I've been listening to the soundtrack at work for the past three days, and I really like it. Are you serious? Yeah. If I had to hear one more tuba, I was going to shoot my brains out. I mean, Tina, you know I like brass. I know you like brass. <laughs> <laughs> I know you really like the brass, Joseph. Yeah. But I was just, I was so sick of the tuba. I don't know if it was tuba, but it all sounded so like, I mean, like it was all very obviously like polka inspired, but it just, the polka, um, 
the polka rhythm combined with like actually using like those kinds of brassy like tuba e polka e instruments just made it sound like so i don't like i think the word i want is like plodding along is the word i keep wanting to use but i don't think that's what that means i don't think that means what you think it means it's just like it, i just didn't like it fair enough i hated it and you know what i hated even more i hated how lots of songs would start and sound like they were going to be all cool and different. Like, the desert one and the snow one sounded like they were going to be different. Or no, the desert and the mansion sounded like, oh, it's going to be all creepy. And then it just went to back to fucking tuba. <laughs> I hated it. Grant has a type. It's like, oh, here, the, the intro level's going to be... Just generic tuba. Spooky mansion, tuba with wolves sounds in the background. Like, <laughs> tuba hate, with wolves. I hated all of it. Grant has a type. <laughs> Apparently, you really like it. And that's, that's fine. It was, no, I, I hated it. But it's fine that you liked it. I can't even say anything good about it. I tried and I just can't. <laughs> I tried, I can't. And now onto something you may hate. Even worse than the soundtrack, what about those sound effects? Woof. <laughs> Just one solid woof. Next. That would just... I... I'm not gonna lie. Most of my experience of this game was on mute. I hated the music. I hated the sound effects. Like, okay, if you were gonna have the dumb people talk in dumb noises just like have them say it like when they start it you know like like in mario party uh-huh. where the dumb guy in the hat just goes like and you're like okay and now you're not gonna do that anymore and he's like you're right i'm not gonna do that anymore the tootsie was the worst offender very high-pitched understandable but it wasn't even high-pitched it was just um um like um um, um, well, um, 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 and I'm just like, stop it. It's like, you sound like you're ready to, like, pee your pants at any minute. She is a child. <laughs> okay, but, like, she's a child. She's not a wilting flower. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not asking for, like, a strong female protagonist. I'm just asking her to not be, like, such an annoying wuss. God. Yeah. I get it. She's frightened. And that's fine. But she's just so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, aren't I? No! No! Tootie's not great. I think I call it Tootsie. Fuck. Is it Tootsie? Um, I don't... No, I think it's Tootie. Okay. I don't... But I think I called her Tootsie. Shows what I care. And then Grunty reminded me of the penguin from Toy Story. Wheezy? Yeah, when he, like, gets a cough and he's yeah. like, My squeaker's broken, Woody. My squeaker's broken, Woody. He reminded me of that. Or she reminded me of that. <laughs> I'm like, you just sound like a broken squeak toy. Yeah, but she rhymed. Okay, I actually, like, I have a few notes. I didn't take many notes. I do have a few notes, and I think I have, like, yeah. I have, like, three whole lines about how impressed I was with the rhyming. And like, 
this isn't like Shakespeare, like iambic pentameter or whatever. But like, still, she rhymed for the whole fucking game. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It was great. Now we're going to move on to the section I like to call highs and lows, where we talk about our favorite and least favorite parts of different sections of the game. My least favorite part was all of these sounds. Every sound that came out of the game. <laughs> Every sound. All the sounds. All the sounds. What about your favorite character? My favorite character was Kazooie. Same. She was amazing. She was amazing. She was so sassy to the dumbass mole. Like, Whoa. she was great. I, Grunty was a close second. You know, I, I was doing this character thing and I'm like, I, I initially put Grunty and then I'm like, you know, no, actually, Kazooie. Yeah. So we shared good taste in one thing at least. Yeah. Best character, Kazooie. You're correct in one thing. Yeah. Wait, okay, for real though. Are her and Banjo like a thing? I don't I'm sure. think so. You don't think so? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, who's your, who do you hate the most out of all of them? Uh, Tootsie. Yeah, no, that's understandable. For me, it was Boggy. He's a negligent father, and also he cheats in sled races. Okay, that's valid. <laughs> that's valid, Joe. One of those things is obviously more pertinent to this situation, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't know you had such passion for sled races. <laughs> for the the uh the integrity of the race obviously sled racing is in my blood my fa- I'm, i come from a long family of sled racers oh yeah yeah i never told you it's our secret <laughs> shame the tercies are big sled racers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. italian sled racers <laughs> oh yes sled, sled racing is big in the uh you know the the the, the, the warm plains of Italy. There actually are mountains in Italy. I mean, yeah. I know. But... <laughs> the majority of the country is like hot lowlands, though. No, totally. That's the joke. I got it. I got your joke, Joseph. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh... So, what about your moves? My favorite was the one... I don't know what any of them are called. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> my favorite was the one where you put you became Kazooie and you put Banjo on your back and you could like walk up slopes okay that's called the Talon Trot and like we are on point because that is also my favorite I like that one a lot Talon Trot's very good both for the visual and also because it's super useful in very many yes. different situations yeah and also like I don't know why it just like it just, like, felt good. I don't know. That's so dumb. Because it it's so different than walking. But it's well, just, like, no, it is different than walking because it's faster. I mean, yes. Yeah. Actually, maybe that's why it is. It's very possible. I don't know. I liked it a lot. It was very good. I hated the eggs. Wait, do speedrunners just, like, yes. just do that? Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Go back. Did you say you hated the eggs? Yes. I did, too. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so bad, it's impossible to aim them. They're absolute fucking garbage. They're so bad. It was the worst. You cannot aim them. I waste. I waste like over two thirds of the eggs I throw. You're just like, <laughs> and you're like, I mean, yeah. If I was shooting something out of my butt, I probably wouldn't have that great aim either. So I guess I can't be that mad. Or somehow bringing it up through her entire reproductive system and out her mouth. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to get biological about it, it's probably not that hard. I mean, like, it probably is, but, like, you're just one giant tube, you know? That's very true. And, like, yeah. I'm sure you can do it. Isn't the womb separate from the rest of you? No, no, it totally, it totally is, but, like, the womb exits out, like... You'd have like, to go like down and then back up the rest the rest of your tubes. No, yeah, but, like you exit out like the vaginal opening, but then like the next closest entrance is like your butthole, which is just like a hop skip and a jump away. Ah! So, like you're back in. You're right back in. It's fine. Oh my lord. Sure, you're real good at it. <sighs> Uh, what about Jiggies? Um, Joe, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, what do you want me to say about puzzle pieces? Well, which one was your favorite to get? Or least favorite? Was I supposed to have a favorite and least favorite? I put it on the list. Oh, I took a picture of the list. Um... Indifferent. I'm indifferent. Well, fine. I'll just tell you mine. My favorite was Raising the Bird in Click Clockwood. Okay. And my least favorite was the one where you had to bum rush to the propellers in Rusty Bucket Bay. Oof. I mean, like, yeah. There, that, that was bad because, hey, spoilers, Rusty Bucket Bay sucks. I don't... I think Rusty Bucket Bay definitely would be my least favorite. I hear an accept coming. No, I just don't think I agree with Click Clock Wood. Oh. Yeah. I just like the bird. And also, Click Clock Wood is my favorite world. Level. Favorite and least favorite level. I've already said both of mine. Click Clock Wood is my favorite because I'm obsessed with anything that is like four seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I love Eladrin. I love Click Clock Wood. I love like fairy courts. Mm -hmm. And my least favorite was Rusty, Buc Rusty Bucket Bay because the swimming already sucked and then the fucking water was toxic and it just sucked. It was garbage. No. Rusty Wagon Bay or um, the cove with the shark. Treasure Trove Cove. Yeah, hated that one. That's understandable. Hated that. Because I would always fall off into the water. Yep. And then, like, doing something where it's like, okay, I gotta, like, get all these things on the small beam. Oh, I'm in the water, and now this shark has eaten. Yep. Sucked. I hated it. But the toxic water also sucked. Yep. Basically, the water not being water is awful the water sucked okay okay yes the water sucked and like my this probably isn't my favorite level but like i loved clanker i mean clanker is great i liked him and i liked the mechanic of the bubbles giving you more air yeah i like that i thought that was thoughtful all the swimming was annoying but, like, there were just so many good things in that level that, like, I had to point it out. But my favorite level is probably uh, Freezeway Park, which I've renamed it Freezeway Park. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Annoying's a very nice way to put it. Freeze Easy Peak is a very fun level, though. I really like it. I like the theming. I, I do also like winter stuff. Uh... Also, just the Domino Cube is a place with eyes. I just thought that world was so silly. Yeah. What? Any closing thoughts? I don't know how excited I am for Banjo-Tooie. Yeah. Not to like end it on like a bad note, but just, I don't know, man. I mean, I think the bad note's gonna be, uh, what's your rating out of 10, though? 
mean? It, it's probably a, it's probably a four. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All I want to say. I was re-listening to the soundtrack on YouTube, and like I just saw all these people commenting like. Oh, I remember playing this game as a kid. This brings me such joy. And I was like... <laughs> I just want to remind y'all, the only game she hates more than this is Pokemon. Okay, because that game was utter trash. <laughs> Actually, wait, hold on. Did you get Pokemon a three or three and a half? A three. Okay, in which case Banjo is allowed to be a four. Yes, that's okay. Because it is definitely a whole point better than Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't too far off. No, point I and a half. Yeah, I said, like I said you'd yeah, give it a five and a half. Which it's like nothing. was a little, yeah, only slightly off. A little optimistic, maybe. It's okay. Yeah. I think I I think you didn't account for much, how much I hated the music. I wasn't expecting you to hate the music that much, if I'm being honest. Because I feel like if you had thought, oh, Tina's going to hate the music, you would have said 4.5. Probably. Probably. Uh, Alright, then. Next time, on our next episode of... Leveling up, we're going to be playing the original Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Yeah. I've started, and it's taken me quite... It took me ten minutes to find the sword. It's it's going well, ladies and gentlemen. It's such a mess. I'm personally very excited for this, because if if, uh, I haven't made it clear on the podcast before, I'm a massive Zelda fan. So I'm very excited to finally be starting this one. And I'm going to predict Tina gives Zelda a 6.5. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, We'll see you next time on Leveling Up. used in this podcast was BitQuest by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.